0: Three, two, one, jump up, start your
1: internet.
2: Not at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass.
1: All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show.
3: And it's the Thursday night edition of the Rowdy Magli Show, guys, and it's 2023, and it's only six days till I'll be in Daytona, nine days to the Arkham Menard Series race in Daytona. I got Kyle Magna all way over there in PA. What's going on, Kyle?
4: Hey, Rowdy. Uh, you know, we've had a busy week already, busy show Monday morning. Uh, Charlie Crawl 10.05 a.m. Eastern, Jason Kitzmiller, 1 p.m. Eastern, Anthony Bello, 8 p.m. Eastern, all this past Monday. Uh, you're going to hear from Jason and Anthony. Tonight, uh, we have three live guests planned. Uh, first one's going to be up 7.05 oh, Eastern, 6.05 oh, Central. Christian Rose from AM Racing and the Arkham Menard Series going to come on. Thanks to Chris Knight for setting that one up uh 720 Eastern, 620 Central. Uh John Garrett from Fast Track Racing going to come by and then 735, 635. Uh Bryce Hodgberg going to call in. So uh got two from Fast Track Racing. Thanks to John for setting those up. So uh Rowdy, we uh you know, we've been doing really good with the guests. Um you know, we'll have Austin Beers on on Monday morning after the uh, the Tour race 1005 a.m. Eastern, 905 a.m. Central. And then uh Greg Van Alst will be on next Thursday at 705. So uh we have a big lineups big lineups coming up uh i know we have a guest already planned for the 20th the, the monday after the Archer race we'll announce that when we get closer to the time and then uh rowdy just been doing it really you and i have been doing a great job been lining up drivers and you know um, we have a lot of content and you got to get those drivers when you can because i know once uh, racing season starts it's going to get really busy
3: well kyle it's uh we're we're almost here. uh like i said Six days and it'll be, uh, qualifying at the Daytona 500. And then the duels on, on the 16th, Kyle. Looking forward to that. Uh, RFK, they kind of swept that last, last, uh, duels, but I think it's going to be a kind of a different kind of race because everybody's a little used to that car, Kyle. And then we got the, Always enjoy the Craftsman Truck Series, Kyle, on Friday night. Uh, Then the doubleheader on Saturday with the Arca Menards and and Xfinity Race. And then the great Daytona 500 on Sunday. Looking forward to being there, Kyle. We'll have a show each day from the fan zone. So uh,
4: we're
3: going to be busy, Kyle
4: will be rowdy um looking forward to hearing from you reporting at daytona uh the nascar craftsman truck series running at daytona friday night and uh rowdy i uh, believe we have our first guest on the line
3: all right everyone i'd like to welcome to the rowdy Maglight show from am racing christian rose welcome christian
5: hi guys how you doing tonight
3: hey we're doing great christian so uh we're down to uh the final days here. Uh how are you prepared for the
5: upcoming Daytona?
1: <clears throat> yeah,
5: I mean this is the busy time of the year. I, I tell everybody this is uh they consider it off season, this is really go time, so I'm ready to get down there and, and get in the car. The the stuff that all leads into it. Gets gets to be a lot of time, so uh the team's yelling well. We're we're just going over final prep, nutting and bolting and getting ready to get down there and get after it. Christian, you're going.
3: You're planning on racing out twenty races and competing for the championship.
5: Uh, yes, yes, we are. So we're going to run for a championship on the Arkham Arts platform, and then hopefully, um, depending on the funding, run run some Campy World or not Campy World Craftsman Truck Series stuff this year. I got to correct myself on that. That's going to be new. Um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, I, I think we're going to surprise some people on the Arkham side. I, I really do. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bring bring the heat to the track, I think, this year on that side, and then hopefully be able to cross over and get ready to do some truck racing uh, to get ready for 2024.
3: Well, you know, I I think the Arca Bernard series is a great platform to get you ready for the, for the NASCAR on up in the air. Higher now, a, it means more now that they're racing at Bristol on dirt. The, those two races at DeCoyne and Springfield, how do you feel about those tracks?
5: Yeah, that's going to be a new challenge for me. So um, I've never turned right, so we've got some road course racing to do, and I've never been on dirt. So um, I'm looking forward to them. I, our AM went there with Gustine a couple of years ago, and he sat on the pole, and he's never been on dirt. So um, they've got a good setup for those tracks. And, and I think uh, listening and picking brain, picking uh, the brain of Brett Moffitt, um in the shop and stuff like that is going to help us a lot when we get there. Well, i tell you, uh, it
3: seems like the road course, Arca with two road courses and uh, Xfinity with, well, I believe, nine nine road courses, th- that play going to play an important part now in the road course.
5: It, it sure is. I mean, that's, that's the exciting thing about the championship is um, I think it's very well documented. Jesse's the the favorite to win it, and, and as he should be, Jesse's a, a very good race car driver. He's got a resume, and he's the youngest champion in the sport, but... When you look at the road course races and you look at the dirt races and then you got two super speedways and then short track racing, I mean, it really opens the door. You, you know, you have a bad race or two and, you know, it adds up. You know, I've been on that side of things. and We had that kind of deal last year. you you got to hit your marks even though, you know, you, you think you got to light it up and everything. So I think that's kind of what we're going to look at, focus on us, worry about what we're going to do. And wherever the results wind up, you know, we'll see at the end of the year. But I think if we focus and do our job, we'll, we'll be in that battle.
4: Hi, Christian. You have Kyle here. First of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite show tonight. Uh, first question for you is uh, you referenced Brett Moffat earlier. Uh, what's the expansion of uh, the race shop at AM Racing? What's that been like since you've been there?
1: Yeah,
5: it's been incredible. Uh, the reason we ended up going there is, is they, they showed me the future and what they wanted to do and where their plan was. And When you bring somebody like Brett in, who, in my opinion, should be a two-time Truck Series champion, he, he is a Truck Series champion, but he should have two. And um, things played out the right way, and, and you bring that kind of, you know, driver into the into the shop that's got that resume, and you know he can win any week, and and show to see where the team's going and see the progression and, and building new race cars and everything that goes into that. It's it's, uh, it's been exciting. So I, I think it's going to give us a real shot to go compete for that championship this year.
4: Talk a little bit about how 2022 went. Um, you ran a part-time schedule in the Arkham Menard Series. Um, what was what were some of the things you've learned? Uh, driving in that series and you know what were were some of your takeaways from the racetrack yeah
5: 2022 didn't go
4: our way uh that's just part of racing right It's part of
5: any professional sport we had speed at a lot of places we went and i really think if some things would have gone differently um we we would have put up a lot better results there we we had just everything that go wrong it could go wrong last year and bruce and those guys gave me a great opportunity it just didn't work out and that's 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 life, and that's racing sometimes, but I, I think the thing that I learned the most out of it was, you know, you don't ride the highs too high, don't ride the lows too low, and then everything will work out if uh, we, we do our job. Focus on us, and don't worry about, you know, the other off schools or, or anything else, but you know, places like Kansas, Pocono, the mile-and-a-half tracks, we, we've had speed, and I'm actually really looking forward to seeing uh, what we can do there with, with you know Ford's alliance with AM and, and bringing brand new Mustangs to the racetrack. I think we're actually going to be able to contend and surprise some people. I really do.
4: Can you please talk about how the Daytona Arca test went? Um, you know, who, who are you planning maybe to work with? Um, have you discussed that yet with the team? I mean, what what are what are your plans uh, heading into the the Brandt 200 here next weekend?
5: Yeah, I, Daytona the test was awesome to get down there and work with the guys i'm glad we get that opportunity because work with new guys you're learning new 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 voices on the radio different ways people handle things they're they're learning what you want in a race car so i was really happy with the car i thought the car handled really well uh, we didn't cut a fast lap but um i'm not really too worried about the overall fast lap i think our car was very very good it could suck up in the draft it could pull um on the side of working with guys I've, I've sent some texts out and there's some guys I want to work with us and some you know you send texts and all that stuff at the beginning of the season the week before Daytona it sounds great but when you get out there in a the pack we'll see if it's actually going to come together but I think the big thing is trying to break the venery Venerini cars up they're, they're the ones that beat every time you go down there
4: my last question for you is uh just talk a little bit about the Mustang on the super speedways um you know the Mustang debuted last year at Dover, um, for the first time, and then you know they they won a few races on the super speedways. So I mean, what are you know what are you thinking of of the Mustang so far? I know you were just talking about the test.
5: Yeah, it's uh it's just an amazing opportunity to have to, to drive them. Um, it was awesome. I mean, uh, the car wasn't darty. Uh, that was the big thing that I noticed right away. Is when it got down and loaded up into the bank and it, it hooked the yellow line. It did exactly what I wanted it to do, and um, you can just. You, you can just tell the detail the Ford put into it, and, and I'm very thankful to have the opportunity to run them. Um, it, it's uh, it's an opportunity this year that I, I, I think it's it's in my hands, right? You know, I've given the re- I've been given the resources and, and the people behind me to go do what I need to do. And if if we don't, then then we know the driver's a problem. Um, we can go out there and um, hang our hat on that everybody did everything right, and, and you know. Uh, it comes down to me holding the wheel now. These Fords are fast. The Mustangs are fast. It's a it's a badass race car, and um, I'm just a very blessed man to get the opportunity to drive them.
4: Rowdy, you there?
1: Yeah. Yes,
3: uh, Christian. Let's talk about the guys at the shop to get you here.
5: Yeah, I mean. All, all the way from the top, like the moment I, I got to walk in there and, and meet Kevin and um, Wade, who's the president of the team, and, and everybody they've brought into that shop to, um, they, they've really focused on is that this is a everybody rowing the boat in the same direction, and, and this is what we want to do, and this is where we're trying to get to. Um, I'm very thankful that uh, you know they, they they believe in me to come in that shop and do my job. So. Uh it, it's a very good group of guys. Everybody seems to mesh well together. Everybody's got the same goal in mind. And um, it's just refreshing to know that you have a bunch of people around you that believe in you, and, and it allows you, your job of driving a race car to be a lot easier um, in that kind of atmosphere. Let's talk about your sponsors, Christian. Yeah, I'm very fortunate. We we brought um, secure testing services on board this year. Um, they're becoming one of the biggest drug testers in the entire country, um, which is really cool. I've also brought on uh Disability Opportunity Fund, Mountaineer, uh their their meat at dry rub, um, big draft brewing, black draft. I, I can go down the list. We we brought on a lot of partners that truly believe in what we're trying to do. Um and I'm just very fortunate to have the opportunity to represent them on and off the racetrack and then obviously working with West Virginia, um it's, it's a dream come true from to be you know, where I'm from, to have an opportunity to represent my state and, and uh you know, go out there and put the best foot forward and try to show that, you know, what we can represent on the racetrack, on and off the track, what our state values are and um, what, we, what we're what we trying to accomplish by bringing people to the state. And that's truly really what we're trying to do. And tell everybody where they can follow on social
1: media.
5: Uh, yeah. Absolutely. You can go check us out on Christian Rose Racing on Instagram. It's C, capital C, capital R for Rose, capital Racing um, on Twitter. Uh, Christian Rose Racing on Facebook and uh, the website as well. We're gonna have some merch coming soon. Uh, we, you know, help us out. we you know we're gonna be doing some giveaways, a lot of cool stuff on our social media channels. So
6: um, we
5: really do encourage if anybody can use the hashtag Almost Heaven hashtag Country Roads and um, give our sponsors some love. Follow them on social media too. They, they love that, and um, we're trying to give some stuff away to allow our, our fans to learn about our sponsors as well. Christian Rhodes, appreciate you coming on the Rowdy maglash. Show. Looking forward to seeing you in Daytona. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you guys Christian. so much. You guys run an awesome show. I do appreciate y'all having me. I really do. Thank you.
2: At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the Silence of Pit Road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track.
3: All right, guys. Uh, looking forward to seeing Christian down at uh, down D-Day at Daytona. Happy Daytona Day. Kyle, that's what I'm getting ready for.
4: Oh, Rowdy, don't get me started with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right and Rowdy, how, about, wait, hey, Rally, how about some news, so, yeah. some more ARCA news, uh, some more uh, ARCA? Speaking of ARCA, uh, Natalie Decker is uh, going to be running the 53 ARCA car for uh, emerlin Gase Motorsports. Uh, that was announced, and uh, CJ McLaughlin. Going to be running the number thirty-five for Emerling Gase in the Xfinity Series opener at Daytona. So, uh, just some news and notes I wanted to head on while we, you know, before we have our next guest, John Garrett, coming on here in a few minutes. And speedweeks
3: already started down
4: in Volusia, New Smyrna,
3: Kyle.
4: That's right, Rowdy. Uh, Volusia, the All Star Circuit of Champions, already two nights. Uh, Brad Sweet, the the four-time defending Rule of Outlaws champion. Uh, taking the first night and then Carson Macedo uh, getting around Donnie Shots, which is not very easy to do. Uh, night two and then uh, Thursday night tonight, uh, the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series going to be there the next two to three nights. Uh, Alex Bowman there, thirty six cars there tonight. So uh, Rowdy, uh, who do you like? Um, you know, you, you were there last year. You seen Shots beat Larson, so I mean, what do you who, who do you like for tonight? Who do you who do you think is going to win? It, I, how can you go against Donny Shots? I mean, it's, thing, it's hard. Uh, I mean, you know, he won last year when you were there. I think you're his go- you might be one of his good luck charms. I don't know. I just don't want him to have my hey, – I, like I was surprised to neither nice. oh, see Larson or Bell.
3: Yeah. I, I'm i glad they're going down there, man. That, that's what makes the crowd. All right, Kyle. We're going to bring and, on
4: our uh, – Rowdy, you ready?
3: Yes, sir. I'm going to bring on our next guest. John Garrett. Welcome back to the Rowdy Manulet Show, John.
0: Hey, yeah, thanks for having me on.
3: So uh, we're just uh, down to a few days now to the Daytona uh, race with the Arca Menard Series. How are you prepar- prepared for it?
0: Uh, yeah, it's getting pretty real now. Uh, I'm leaving uh, Tuesday afternoon to head down there. We're going to drive from Texas, save a few dollars on airfare. but. Uh, yeah, I skipped the test this year, saving some dollars. But we ran Talladega last year and ran the Daytona test last year, and the, the guys over at Fast Track have been working hard on our our speedway car. So I, I think we'll have a decent showing there.
3: What What's your plan,
0: John, for the for the season? Uh, we plan to run all twenty races in the uh, the national schedule. Uh, We've got a car that we bought from Jeff Spreaker last year that we ran at uh, Pocono in Kansas. got a 14th and a 10th at Kansas in the fall race. And then we bought, in the off-season, a couple cars from Brett Holmes. So I know those are good pieces. Um, So, yeah, we've got good equipment, some good guys working on it. So it's going to be up to me. I've got a steep steep learning curve, but, uh, hey, we're ready for it. We'll see what happens.
3: Well, how do you feel about dirt at the dirt
0: tracks? Um, actually, that's where I started in uh, street stocks in the uh, early nineties around East Texas. So, throwing a uh, you know thirty-five hundred pound street stock around the dirt track, uh, hope will give me a little bit of experience on that. I know these will be a, a little bit different, but uh, I've got some experience, so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to those two races. All
3: right, so what about the two road courses?
0: Um, same thing there. I've got a little bit of experience. I ran some spec trucks in Texas, the uh, all-star race truck series, and we ran at the Texas Motor Speedway road course on the inside there, and I actually won one of those races. So, I've got a little bit of experience, you know, nothing compared to most of these guys, but, uh, yeah, I'm ready to tackle those, those road courses also.
3: So, you raced Talladega last year. What was your, uh, How'd you, how'd you feel about racing at Talladega?
0: Uh, it was an eye-opening experience. We had uh, we had some starter and battery issues, so I got uh, a couple laps down in the pits, which kind of worked out good because I missed that big wreck of uh, Scott Melton on the front stretch where they had to cut him out of the car. So I was behind that and wasn't involved with it. But yeah, I learned a lot there, um, and you know, looking forward to learning more next saturday and uh getting up front hopefully.
4: Hi John, you have Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite show tonight. Uh first question for you is uh what was it like racing at the Tricky Triangle last year? Um you know, I know darkness was an issue, but um what what was it like to to get the experience that you did in those 64 laps?
0: Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I mean, I do a ton of our racing, you know, three or four nights a week. I stream stream that on Twitch also, but um, and you'd be surprised how how similar it is to real life. Besides, you know, the actual heat and the bumps and the crashes, but uh, it it got me prepared pretty well. But yeah, going into turn one, at, I guess we're probably doing 160, 170, and tapping the brakes and turning left, and that was pretty wild. And then the tunnel turn is you know pretty much as hard as you can stand to go through there. But yeah, that was a crazy experience being, you know, my first uh, speedway race.
4: So you you run Kansas and then you get a top ten in that race. Uh, what's the competition like? Um, you know, uh, running, getting a top ten, and you know, uh, being up against a really, you know, a tough field of cars there.
0: Yeah, um, like most races, you know, the Venturini cars and. The other top-level cars, they're they are tough at those places. They've got tons of engineers and dollars, and, you know, we're on a shoestring tight budget. But, uh, you know, at top ten, if if you could have heard my radio, well, you, you might have thought we won the race because, you know, we were all super excited about that. Um, and, you know, on that green-white checkered, I was actually racing for positions, so uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th, we were on the same lap there. So I actually held off uh, Scott Melton for 10th. And, yeah, I mean, that was a victory for us. We ran, you know, three races last year, didn't get a scratch, stayed out of trouble, didn't make any enemies, probably made some friends. So we'll hope to keep doing that this year.
4: So you're a Texas guy. Uh, You ever raced at Texas World Speedway or you ever been there before?
0: Uh, I have not. I raced at all the short treks around Texas, Um, the asphalt ones, which... Really, none of them exist anymore. There's one in Houston. That's about it. The rest of them have been
4: bulldozed.
0: But, uh, no, I did not make it to that track.
4: So my last question for you is, uh, can you talk a little bit about the history of ARCA in Texas? Uh, You know, they've been to Texas Motor Speedway, Texas World Speedway. Um, You know, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, have you ever seen an ARCA race in Texas Um, or at Texas? Have you been to Texas Motor Speedway? Have you ever been there before? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've been been to Texas Motor Speedway quite a few times. I've not raced on the big track. Uh, Like I said, I raced on the inside road course. Um, I haven't been to any ARCA races that were in Texas. I know that they've had one at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, I hope they come back. I'll mention it to them (laughs) every time I see them in the trailer this year, probably because I could certainly raise some good sponsorship for that race. Um, but yeah, I know it has a little history here in Texas, running at Texas World Speedway down in College Station. There's still remnants of that track around. I know that NASCAR used to use it a lot for uh, testing
3: and stuff when they were allowed to do that. So, John, let's talk about the guys about this stuff going this year.
0: Yeah, I'm um, I'm teaming up. I've, me and a longtime friend, race friend, a guy I used to race with, uh, Lane Moore and his son Logan in uh, Oklahoma, we have formed uh, Veer Motorsports over the winter, and we're running our program through Andy Hillenberg and fast track racing there. So all our stuff will be prepped and taken to the track by them and serviced at the track by them. Uh, they've been working hard this winter. I mean, we, like I mentioned, we've got uh, three new cars to that shop three engines, transmissions, all that good stuff. They've been working hard to prep it. Um, and, they're you know, they're looking forward to having uh, a driver in the car all year instead of uh, switching out drivers every race. So everybody's excited and uh, hoping we can uh, pull off maybe rookie of the year and uh, maybe a top five in points.
3: Uh, well, let's talk about your sponsors as it helps you go around.
0: All right. Yeah, we've got uh, quite a few have been coming on the last couple of days for Daytona. I've got a group of Texas friends called the Camping Crew. They've uh, they're on the hood for Daytona, and maybe some more throughout the year. And then uh, lots of other local sponsors: Combs Well Service, Platinum Air, HM Aquatic Vegetation, Sam T. Philibon, Uh, just, there's so many, I'm, I'm naming some and I'm going to leave some out and make somebody mad, but just the amount of support that I've gotten, even from people I don't know, um, wanting to help out and help me live this dream at, uh, 52 years old, uh, it's been tremendous.
3: John, I'm looking forward to seeing you down there living that dream, my friend, come next week. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's going to be a blast. it, practice it sure is. So uh, tell everybody where they can keep up with your season this year. How to yeah, I'm on I'm
0: on uh, most socials. I'm on Facebook. If you just search for John Garrett or John T. Garrett, uh, I'm on Twitter. I stream on uh, Twitch uh, probably three, four nights a week. Uh, on John T. Garrett is my Twitch handle. That's John with no H. And I'm on Instagram. If you just Google search me, I, I weirdly pop up as an ARCA driver now, <laughs> which is pretty crazy.
3: But yeah, you just search
0: social media; I'm out there.
3: John, you're in good hands with Andy. So, uh, oh look yeah, yeah, to he, you. I
0: I want to mention that uh, he spotted for me for the first time in Kansas, and uh, that was a whole different feeling. Uh made me feel super comfortable and helped me through a couple wrecks, so I'm looking forward to that. He's going to spot for me the entire year. Sounds
3: like a deal there. Yep. Thanks, thank John, for being part of the rally Maglite show.
0: Oh, yeah, I appreciate you all having me on anytime. Yes,
4: sir. Thanks, John. Alright, thank you. Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by Tire Tailgate System.
3: Alright, Kyle. Uh what a story there. I'm looking forward to seeing John Yeah, Rowdy, on the floor. it was good
4: to slip that, that that uh that bumper right in there. I was planning on that. <laughs>
3: I've <laughs> got right. some tricks
4: up my sleeves sometimes. You know how that works. Yep. Kyle, i tell you. Well, it's, a whopping, it's a whopping 46 what? degrees here, Rowdy. What? I don't
3: even talk about it. It sounds too cold.
4: We're
6: supposed to Rowdy, the weather's been very weather. good
4: here lately. Um been pretty good, but we've had real, two really good guests so far, and I'm looking forward to having Bryce Hodgeberg on here shortly.
3: Second time. Bryce was on uh, twenty twenty three, August I think it was. Kyle,
4: I think it was May. But uh, yeah, we've had Bryce on before, and oh, uh, this will be his second time on the Rowdy Maglight Show, and looking forward to having him back on. Kind of interested to see, you know, how you know how how season's going to be, you know, see if he's running Daytona or not. Well, Kyle.
3: Uh, getting, getting just to get back into the into the r- routine of saying NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series again. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's not too be... bad.
4: I mean, I I mean, as long as what? you don't call it like the Super Truck Series. I mean, that was like 1995. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Scotty, you and I have been doing really good with guests lately, and I feel like we've really been just doing a good job picking up drivers and getting guests, and I just want to say, you know, thanks for helping me out and, you know, trying to trying to get our contacts and our connections in in, in order and, you know, trying to make sure, uh, you know, we have the best, make it the best show possible.
3: Yes, Kyle. Uh, I wanted to also mention the, the 59th annual Alabama 200 is coming up. It'll be march the fourth on that's a Saturday night, Kyle they give this unique trophy out it's It's a bear and it's a it's probably about twenty four inches tall It is really neat it is really neat. Everybody's racing for the bear standing in that group sounds interesting they do a wonderful job that is such a neat track down in Montgomery. It's really a jewel hidden off at, on the back side of Montgomery right off of 65.
4: There's a lot of crown jewels down there. Yeah. Well, you take And the, the rattler, uh, too, but don't you dare put a rattlesnake near me. <laughs> <laughs> well, freak out, probably.
3: I had that guy wrap one around my neck. He is holding
4: his head. Rowdy, it took, since we're talking about ARCA here, uh, it's the 60th race at Daytona, right? Yep. Um, I mean, I, I want—I know we we brought this up last time, but I want to hear your thoughts again. Uh, what do you think about Frankie Muniz? I mean, what, what, what do you think about him, a TV star going to ARCA? I mean, what do you what do you think his chances are? I mean, that car almost won a couple of years ago, about seven years ago, six years ago. If you remember with Terry Jones, so I mean, I think anything's possible, but you know,
3: it's all about what do you think,
4: State time, it's all about
3: state time, you know. Uh, I mean, what do you think, think we complaint? should ask Bryce
4: tonight? I mean, what what have what have you been kicking around? you uh, get back over here.
3: His notes.
4: Oh, you rowdy got the notes. He's he's ready. Well
3: hey, you know, how, how does the kid from uh Bardo, <laughs> North Dakota end up in, in a freight car? Of course I guess there's a lot of sub <laughs> tracks around.
4: Yeah. I mean he didn't run bad the test either, so I mean he was top ten. Frankie was.
3: So they to close uh Rockford's gonna be shut down. Have you seen that?
4: I saw that. I did that's that's sad rowdy uh you know another another racetrack going away it's never good seeing racetracks go away I, I, it's never it's never good for anybody but um yeah it's just it's a shame and hopefully you know it goes out well and rowdy you know uh five mile point up in kirkwood new york closed last year um their last race was october 29th wasn't able to make it unfortunately but uh yeah rowdy man i was just chomping at the bit i thought about going i was there and uh 2015, July 2015 for the uh, Super Dirt Car Series race there. Rowdy, and I'll tell you what, since, uh, you know, it's Thursday night, you know, Thursday night here on the Rowdy Maglite show, um, uh, last night's winner, uh, Short Track Super Series winner at All Tech Raceway, Stuart Friesen, who was smoking, by the way, Rowdy. I don't know if you saw that or not, but the car was blowing up uh, toward the end, but it it survived and he held off Mighty Matt Shepard, so... Uh, man, two of the best right there, and uh, Stuart Friesen uh, got Pat Ward at the line that night at Five Mile, and got to interview him afterwards. So, um, you know, Stuart Friesen been a been a staple, uh, sticking with Toyota. Um, you know, now now that you know Kyle Busch Motorsports going over to Chevrolet, um, Kyle Busch also announced his schedule in the Truck Series. He's going to be running five races, including How about uh, Pocono. Uh, I will be yeah, uh, Chevrolet. Uh, Jack Wood, who um, we know. Yeah. You know, splitting the truck with Jack Wood, who's gonna be also running the Daytona race with Rev Racing in the Arkham Menard series, along with Lavar Scott, which uh, you know, we'll we'll announce more when we get closer to it, but um still Lavar gonna probably be in the two car, uh Jack gonna be in the six. Um I think those are two really good cars that have a good shot at winning that race. Um and Rowdy we have our uh we have our next I'll guest I'll... on Rowdy.
3: I'd like to bring in to the Rowdy Maglite show Bryce Homberg. Welcome, Bryce. How are you? And Bryce doing great. So uh Bryce is getting down to the right here to Daytona. So how 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 have you been spending the off season?
7: I've been busy with school. Um d I've been doing lots of sim time. Getting practice and seat time at Daytona especially getting ready for the race.
3: So uh, Fargo, North Dakota, was it dirt racing that got you interested in the racing rides? Right.
7: Yeah, I'm up here. It's just a lot of dirt track racing. So I started in uh, sprint cars on dirt tracks, and that's kind of what really got me into racing. And now we're chasing a childhood dream of going NASCAR racing.
3: So, uh, Ross, what, what's your plans for 2023 this year?
7: We're going to run um, select races. We're going to try to hit Daytona. We'll go to Phoenix, Talladega. Um, some of the closer tracks to me, like Iowa, Kansas, Elko. And depending on sponsorship and money, we will add more. To our schedule as the season goes on.
3: At Elko, how do you how do you feel about that short track racing
7: in Elko? I love the short track racing. It's a lot of fun. It was one of my favorite uh, races last year, and I feel like it was one of our best races last year too. Um, we showed a lot of competitiveness and ran with some of the higher guys.
3: So, Ross. Uh, you, you, the Daytona and the Talladegas, the big super speedways how do you feel about a super speedway
7: I love it I'm I'm pretty excited um, I have a lot more confidence this year than um, last year hopefully we have some of our bugs figured out I know last year a battery problem took us out of the Daytona race so I feel like if fingers crossed mechanical issues stay out of the equation then i'm confident we can get a good finish
3: what's it like working with fast track
7: they're really good people andy's been like a mentor to me every track we go to he's giving me tips um all the guys are the nicest people ever they're always willing to help and give me advice and it's a great group to be around at the racetrack
4: Hi, Bryce. You have Kyle here. Uh, first of all, thanks for calling into the Rowdy Maglite Show. Uh, first question for you is, uh, you know, what's it what's it like racing at Daytona? Um, you know, last year you ran the event. Um, what, what was it like running the uh, two-and-a-half-mile super speedway for the first time?
7: It's definitely eye-opening, especially coming from little 3A smile dirt tracks, um, just the size of the facility itself, and the feeling that you get when you're on the track, it's something I've never felt before. So it was exciting and new to me. And after I got that feeling, I wanted to go back right away.
4: Uh, You said you race sprint cars. Is is Donnie Schatz one of your favorite drivers since you're from the same town?
7: Yeah, um, we're pretty close to Donnie too. And he's kind of... I've always looked up to him being around the racetrack. I raced with his nieces in go-karts for a lot of years, and that's how we got to know the Schatz family. And going to his sprint car races and then starting sprint car racing of my own, he was definitely someone I looked up to.
4: So what's this, what are the other super speedways like? Uh, what's it like running the Tricky Triangle? What was it like racing at Pocono last July?
7: Pocono was pretty scary right away. You you get going at the speeds you're going, and you have to stop almost immediately going into turn one, and that was something I was prepared for really coming from like Daytona and Talladega where you just hold it wide open. So trying to hit my break points and let off points, which Andy and my crew chief helped a lot with, took a lot of getting used to during the course of the race.
4: So you have run Phoenix the last two years in the spring, um, you know what what's that track been like? you know um, with, with all the fanning out that goes out in the front stretch there?
7: In the course of the two years, Phoenix has proven to be one of my more difficult tracks. Um, we haven't really put up a good finish there yet, but with this um, the same time I've gotten and more advice from just people around me. I feel like I'm I'll be better at Phoenix this year and I'm really looking forward to it. And I want to just improve my finishes there at Phoenix this year just to kind of knock that off my off my shoulder.
4: So my last question for you is uh talk a little bit about your two top 10s last year. Uh Springfield and Salem uh tenth in both races I mean you know what's the competition been like you know when you do get a result like that?
7: Well, I gotta say the Springfield top ten wasn't the top ten we wanted, but it was I guess that's a way to get your first. We were hoping to finish the race in one piece with the one lap to go but and um springfield or uh Salem the competition was really good and. It wasn't a race we had planned to run, but Andy kind of thought it would be a good one for me to learn, and so we did it, and it was definitely a learning experience with that high banking on a super small track, and you got the best guys in the league all around you all the time, so the competitiveness was really tough at those two tracks especially.
3: I'm gonna tell you personally. Been to Salem, you rock it through there. I'm telling you, I, I love the racing there. It is an exciting race, Salem, Salem, Indiana. It, it is a super, super speedway in a small way.
7: Yeah, for sure. And I didn't know what it was like. I I only heard of the stories from Andy and the guys. So. When I got there, I remember the first time I drove onto the track. I w- rolled up onto the banking, and I couldn't even see out my front window, so we had to come back in and adjust the mirror and the seat and stuff so I could see out the window.
3: Uh, Ross, let's talk about the guys at shops going to get you ready this year.
7: Yeah, I, I know they've been... Hard at work, they've, um, the Daytona test, I wasn't personally there, but I know they ran some different things and sound speed in certain areas, so I know they're putting a lot of that into my car, and we'll see what it brings to the track come Thursday for practice.
3: Uh, and your sponsors, Ross. shout out to your sponsor.
7: I gotta thank... Magnum Contracting, um, that's the big one. Hogberg Farms, my family and my friends, they all support me. I couldn't do any of this without my dad, especially. He's, he's kind of the, the rock of this whole thing. And without him, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing. So my dad and everyone that is from here and supports me, I got to thank.
3: Where can I follow your season this year on social media, Bryce?
7: You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Bryce Hogberg Racing.
3: Bryce, looking forward to seeing you in Daytona next week.
7: Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on your guys' show.
3: Thank you, Bryce, for spending time Thanks. with us, Bryce.
2: At the track, the Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass.
3: All right, Kyle. Uh Three guests that I I'll, I'll, I'll be looking at, looking at, seeing them in drivers' introduction for the ARCA Menard series.
4: Rowdy, I hope you take a lot of pictures.
3: A lot of pictures, Kyle.
4: I like I like the photos. You know that. Yep. So, uh,
3: Kyle, let's talk about
4: our, our next guest. Sure, Rowdy. Uh, Jason Kitzmiller, a driver in the uh, Super Cup Stock Car Series and the Arkham Art Series. I had him on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, he was good to talk to. Uh, you know, the 97 car for CR7 Motorsports, Cody Roba. Uh He's from West Virginia, just like Christian Rose. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, Jason Kitzmiller on the Rowdy Maglite Show, and uh, let's hear what, from what he had to say.
3: I'd like to welcome the Super Cup Stock Car Series Champion of 2022 Then the number 97, Jason Kitzmiller. Welcome, Jason. Thank
8: you. Appreciate that.
3: Man, uh, Jason. You uh, first time, I guess the first year you run the uh, series, you was rookie of the year, and you back it up with a championship. That's uh, pretty stout driving. <laughs> Thank you.
8: Yeah, we, uh, we had a real good year this year. We really focused hard on uh, the Super Cup Series this year and tried to practice extra when we could and tried to uh, you know turn the program up a notch to uh, get where we wanted to be, and we ended up being real successful.
3: Jason how do you relate that to uh running in the Arca Menard series now?
8: The uh the Arca, we've this will be our third trip to uh Daytona and I mean it's it's different. It's the same but it's different, you know. The the speeds of the Super Cups, you're only uh, 100 110, maybe 120, you know, at at uh, Daytona you're in a pack of 180 and you're sometimes along for the ride. So uh, you hope everybody behaves themselves till then,
3: and that's hard to do as we've all seen. You know, it it means everything to have your fenders straight when you're coming down to the last five laps, isn't it?
8: Yes, sir. Yeah, it's. Uh, we always try to. We always try to position ourselves to be in the top ten with about ten to go. And for us, it really doesn't matter where we run. I. Some of the guys on the team like to run toward the back. I like to run toward the front but nobody agrees to being on the middle. <laughs> so, you know, it's all dependent on how what kind of start we get and, you know, how good a qualifying effort we get. It, it's real subjective to what cars you get in the field. And, you know, you got te- teammates if they're in their selection trying to help teammates, and it's um, a lot of jockeying going on there. So uh, it's not always a true picture of what's accurate there, but it, it, it's one way to do it.
3: So uh, you run Daytona, Talladega, Pocono, Michigan. And Kyle's from Pocono, and I've always found Pocono the fascinating track of all of them. What I mean is this just like a speedway down three straightaways?
8: Yeah, it, it that and then it's a true and test it, true test of your intestinal fortitude through the short shoot. I mean, how fast do you really think you can get through there without slamming in the wall? That's what it's all about.
3: In Michigan, I, I had a friend that was over carburations, and several years before all the changing of the engines and all, they was a, a, a driver went out in practice, and I know this to be the truth. His speed was uh, two seventy five. 217, I'm sorry, 217, and, and he looked at it and says, why did you show all your cars at practice? He goes, I had more accelerator pedal. I could have went faster. That track is one faster. It even sounds faster from the outside. What's your thoughts on Michigan?
8: I really like Michigan, but it's for for us, that's the most physically demanding track we go to all year. Um, you know, typically it's hot when we're up there for the last three years. it's been up there, and uh you know once in a while we'll get a red flag. we've got to get out there and sit in for a half hour or whatever. I can tell you when I get out of that car, I am just devastated it uh, It is the most physically demanding race that uh, that I race in in every year, for sure.
4: Hi Jason, you have Kyle here. Uh, thanks again for coming on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Um, first question for you is: uh, talk a little bit about your relationship with CR Seven Motorsports. Um, what's it been like being with them, and you know, running with the West Virginia-based uh, team?
8: Yeah, it's 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 been real unique. Um, I knew CR Seven. We're from the same hometown, um, and then just last uh, July, I married um, the daughter. Uh, which would be uh, Cody Robles and uh, just, we've all been friends for a long time and her situation changed and my situation changed and we, uh, we got married there. We, uh, but we've been friends for a long time. We even raced in the same, uh, you know, for them before we were married um, way back in night. So we got a real good relationship with them guys. They take really good care of us. They, uh, you know, we're run, going to run some late model stuff in the Cars Tour this year, and they really are adaptable to what I want to do. Um, you know, I'm not 22 years old trying to tackle the world. I'm going on 50 and just want to go out and have fun and be competitive. So, my deal is a little bit different than everybody else's.
4: So, what's the Arkham and Art Series been like? Um, you run some starts in the series. Um, what's it been like when you've been running Arkham and Art Series?
8: We like it. I mean we we're real competitive. We uh found some stuff in the car for the uh Dayton think that uh, I think it'll really help us. It it's competitive right, racing. It the speeds are a lot more than, you know, say the Super Cup or the Cars Tour. Um, but you know, you also get to race against guys, you know, the Corey Himes of the world and um you know the Gibbs. I I can say I raced against those guys. <laughs> I didn't beat those guys, but we raced against those guys, and
4: uh, it it it. I I really enjoy the series. So my next question is, uh, talk a little bit about the Super Cup Stock Car Series, please. Um, I personally I've seen some races, and you know it's found some very good racing. I mean, you know, what 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 is it like being a driver in that series?
8: So basically was built to be to race the old Hooter Cup cars and uh, you know we'll have highs 20 in that series and sometimes 10 or 12 in uh, short track venues half half mile three eighths menu and for me it was a real good place to get started Um, I've done a lot of racing through my career um, but never that big of a track and, and we felt that was a good way to start Um, The first year, you know, we won a rookie race, and then the next year we won a couple, and then COVID. And then, uh, you know, last year was was a full-on effort to try to win the championship, and and we did. uh, Learned a lot and learned a lot how to race around people, um, you know, respectfully. And the last thing that we want to do is go out there and tear anybody's stuff up. So uh, we just felt we used it as more of a building block than anything.
4: So my last question for you is, uh, what's your favorite racetrack? Um, What's your your favorite place to race at? Uh,
8: Probably for the Super Speedway Daytona. And um, I really like on the Short Track Dominion um, Speedway up above Richmond. Uh, It's really treated us good.
3: That Dominion just had a facelift too, didn't it?
8: Yeah, it's got some work done on it. Um, and I'll tell you that now that you mentioned you know the fat, probably the funnest race I had all year last year is when we went to North Wilkesboro, um, we ended up running a limited late model down there this year and uh, never seen a place like 90 percent of the people. And we ended up having a ball. We got took out the first night and then the second night. I think we finished third or fourth, but it was so cool of a venue thirty or forty thousand people there, you know, on a short track and Friday night and Saturday night. It was it was kind of the way I would remember it like it used to be, you know, kind of the good old days.
3: You know, Jason, wouldn't you say if you're gonna go to North Willsboro, go with a mindset that you don't care how long you sat in the car because you talked to everybody that's next to you. You don't care how long it took to get something done. Just savor the moment that we're back.
8: One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I had a, such a ball. You know, they was before the race, everybody was freaking out about tire wear this and tire wear that and. I'm like, we're just going to run, and and if we blow a race flat, we wasn't meant to be. But we're going to race, and you know the great ones has raced here. It's just a privilege for you know a peon like myself to get a run around this track where the great ones have. So we really re- relish that opportunity.
3: Let's talk about the guys that's back in the shop that helps you get ready for that uh, Super Cup Stock Series there,
8: Todd. Uh, Myers is our crew chief For that um, he's going through A few health issues right now So he's hoping to be back on the mend And then uh, Doug Howell is kind of leading the Charge on that he's also Going to help us with the uh, Late model cars tour stuff And the um, ARCA Menard series Races um, As well as um, Doug uh, Doug 2 we call him Anyway, and then e our uh, engineer, and then uh, Garrett, Frank. I mean, they got a really good group of guys back there. And, of course, they're going to run, they're also going to be running two trucks out of there for Daytona. So when I was down there last week, um, it was super busy, super, super busy.
3: Everybody's doing the two-step now, Jason. Uh, what about your sponsors that helps you go around for the Arkham and R Series?
8: We uh, all construction um, construction company and and Allegheny Investments um, and A&J they they really put a lot of money and energy into us and uh, we'll also want another shout out my son which is 13 uh, he's now part of the Hornaday driver development program that uh, Candace and them are work on and Joe Ryan race cars they got legends and we was just out for a three weekend series in uh vegas and next weekend we're going to be down at citrus the weekend of the head of the uh daytona so he's 13 and first year he's ever climbed in a car so it's it's pretty exciting time at the on house
3: and i imagine so there jason so you know i know he's full aware that you can be the greatest race car driver in the world but you got to be the you got to be a media guy you got to be <laughs> You got to be on everything. Now, it's just not <laughs> just driving no more, is it, Jason?
8: No, and that's why uh, we felt it was such a good fit for uh, him to get with the the Hornet Bay Development people. They really help him with the interviews and the social media stuff. And you know, I'm 50 years old and kind of a has been, but you know, he's what that's what he wants to do. So that's what he needs to learn how to do. I, I barely can sign into my computer in on the morning,
3: so I'm not much <laughs> out to Well, you said a mouthful when you said I'm from the 19th. <laughs> I'm from that 19 group also. And, and, and honestly, before this all started, Jason, I didn't even know how to cut a computer on. But you know what? It's like going to work or going somewhere. You don't pass no wagon. And horse and wagon no more. Everybody got with a program, and, and and that's what you got to do. You got, you got to man up and get with the program. Yeah, who would
8: have ever thought you had three or four apps on your phone just to check time? <laughs> it's
3: crazy. <laughs> Jason, where can they keep up with you? Follow you this season. Uh,
8: we're gonna run uh, five uh, five arca races. We're gonna run uh, Daytona, Talladega, Michigan. Pocono and Bristol, and then we're going to run most of the Cars Tour stuff and uh, try to fit in a few uh, Super Cup races and maybe even a few Grand National events. It's uh, And, then of course, Isaac's going to be full-time. We haven't quite released his uh, schedule yet. We're going to try to get all ours blended and get it put on our website here in the next month or so.
3: Jason, sure appreciate you taking time out and being part of the show today. All
8: right, I really appreciate the opportunity. Take care, guys. All right,
3: looking forward to seeing you in Daytona.
8: All right, sounds great. Thanks a lot.
3: All right, Kyle. Number four.
4: So we got number five.
3: Absolutely.
4: So let's, let's talk a little bit about New Smarter. There's 36 entries for the NASCAR Wheel Modified Tour Race. Anthony Bellows making his debut and uh, you know we're, we talked to talk to him on Monday night you know uh, goes to high school so I uh, couldn't get him in the morning so uh, we got him Monday night and uh, let's hear uh, what he has to say uh looking up to his uh his modified tour debut coming up at the
2: track, the Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass.
1: All right race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks for Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega. No race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show.
3: All right, everyone. I'd like to welcome you back to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Guys, I'd like to welcome our first guest tonight, driver that'll be down and uh new Smyrna coming up here just a few days the nascar wheel and modified tour driver anthony bellows welcome back anthony
6: hey guys happy to come to the show and uh you we'll let's talk more about racing
3: we're we're getting really close now anthony so what have you been doing on the off season? trying to be ready for this this weekend or the in- The New Smyrna. Uh, First of all. A series of asphalt, isn't it, Uh, Kyle of the Week?
6: Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I've been thinking about that warm weather that we're about to feel down down there. You know, up here in Connecticut, we just had a big cold front come through. We were in the negatives at one point up here. But, uh, you know, I'm real happy that New Smyrna is coming up, not just because of the weather, but just you know, really gets the ball rolling for, a for, uh, 2023, you know, we got some big plans and it's, you know, we're really going to kick it off here with six races in seven days, including my, uh, NASCAR wheel and modified debut, as long as the, uh, five nights and the tour modified with, uh, John Jensen.
3: February the night, it starts at, and that's yep. not very far away.
6: No, it's All not, right. uh.
3: But. With the, with weather, I, I was down for the Rolex 24 hours, and the weather was absolutely perfect on Sunday. Uh, not not a whole lot of racing you can do in Connecticut right now, is there? Admin? No,
6: I'm, unfortunately, uh, we're either indoor racing with like go karts, or we're actually on I racing. You know, preparing for the real world.
3: So, Anthony, I, I looked at the entry list, pretty stout field of uh, racers and going to show up in New Smyrna.
6: Yeah, you know, um, with the Wheeling Tour, you know, I saw 36 uh, cars signed up, and, you know, that's really good for the tour. I think the tour deserves that many cars on their uh, first race of the year. and if the tour has been uh, you know, really good for throughout the years, and I think uh you know me and my owner Paul French, were ready to uh step into it, you know uh the promoter of Jimmy Wilson, the great guy you know re- really helpful and you know really uh runs the show well um but uh yeah, we ain't worried you know uh, I ain't scared you know, there's some huge names, but you know I'm pretty good too, so uh you know obviously. Up. I'm not cocky but you gotta have a little confidence going down there with you, you know, traveling all this way, you know, really hoping to run good in that tour race.
3: Well, you know, Anthony, if you don't race quality, how do you how can you be quality? So yeah. I I, I like that, man. I mean some Xfinity drivers, that that's pretty stout feel, man. That's, you've come a long way, Anthony. For when I met you about three years ago,
7: you remember we—you we, was—I
3: think that was like your first time being down there, and uh, you've come a long way, Anthony.
6: Yeah, you know it's really ironic because uh, you know for the past few days I was thinking. Um, two years ago, we went down there and we won the 602 Modified Championship with Paul French, you know, the same owner owner that. I'm racing the wheeling race with, and you know that guy. That guy took a chance on me at 15 years old, and you know, over a thousand miles away from home. And most people just don't do that. You know, it's it's kind of crazy to have the average person, but I guess he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And now, you know, fast forward to two years later, right now, and we're gonna make our first tour start. <laughs>
4: Hey Anthony, you got Kyle here. Uh, First question for you is: uh, Did you catch the Clash on Sunday night? And uh, were you impressed with with how well Ryan Priest ran for that most of that race?
6: Yeah, um, yeah. Me and my friends actually watched the Clash, and uh, Ryan did really well. You know, Ryan's one of my buddies, and I hope that he did well. And you know, unfortunately, his fuel pump issue, uh, you know, cost him the win. But you know, he ran really good and. He's with a really good team, Stuart Haas, and I know that he's going to be good this year, hoping he can uh, click off a few wins and uh, get his first cup win.
4: So what's it like seeing these modified drivers' success? Uh, Priest, Patrick Emmerling, uh, Doug kobe you know, had a truck start. I mean, what's it, what's it been like uh, seeing these other modified drivers uh, have some success in, in the upper ranks in NASCAR?
6: Well, it shows me that it's definitely doable and it can be done and um you know say that they can do it, why can't I do it and uh that's that's kind of the mentality I have just going into this um, but it's definitely done you know not many people, guys, kids make it from the north down south to nascar but it's been done you know, guys like Joey Logano and Ryan Priest have done it so you know but it's all about just keeping your head high and just clearing your mind and just thinking about racing because racing's if you race good it's going to carry you on
4: what do you think the competition's going to be like once that green flag drops in that race at New Smyrna
6: um you know it's, it's a long race got 200 laps definitely got to pace myself i think we're all going to single file out at first and we're just gonna you know run a nice clean race keep our nose clean and um you know come get tires halfway through and you know we'll figure it out the last 75 to 50 laps and hopefully we'll have a good piece to go win that thing
4: so my last question for you is um you know, have you set a goal, uh, expectation? Uh, what do, what, do, what are you expecting out of this race? Uh, you know, what's a, what's a goal you're going to set, or you're looking to set for this race?
6: Um, definitely to finish on the lead lap, run all the laps, uh, complete the race. Uh, top ten would be nice. I think a top ten is doable. If uh, we got a legendary crew chief, uh, Don Barker, behind me, he'll be crew chief to me in that race, and we got some really good guys on the crew, and uh, I think a top ten is honestly doable.
3: Anthony, I, my question was, uh, after New Smyrna, the icebreaker, will that be your next one, local?
6: Um, local races, um, yeah, pretty much uh, the Thompson icebreaker. You know, we've got 125 laps at the open-modified with John Jensen and the 179, as well as a doubleheader with the SK, racing number 47 SK for Timmy Jordan racing. So, um, yeah, re- re- really excited to get back to one of my home tracks, Thompson. I love Thompson. You know, won a championship there in 2021 since the SK Lights, and I've loved it ever since I've been started racing there.
3: So, uh you know- Give a shout-out to the guys
6: back in the shop. Pretty much your dad and, and your uncle. Is that correct? Yeah, my dad, you know, he's a real good supporter of me, you know, financially-wise. Um Steven Kopchick from Test KM, you know, re- really makes these cars go, puts a really good setup in it, so then I, so then I, I can go out and win. You know, my spotter, James Wardell, You know, really good spotter. He's my eyes in the skies and keeps me safe on the racetrack. Um, And uh, obviously my crew chief, Don Barker, you know, he's Mm -hmm. really helped me get ready for this race. And, you know, I can't thank all my guys enough, all my motor builders and uh, Robert Yates Racing and uh, Bob Bruno Engineering for all the good horsepower that we're going to have for these six races and i'm ready to rip guys you know it's been uh last last time i raced was november so let's uh let's get the ball rolling here
3: it, it sounds like it anthony you know you mentioned something that very few drivers on this show after 10 years have ever mentioned and that's the spotter am i correct kyle do you hear many drivers talk about the spotter
4: I do rowdy, and a spotter is very critical to a driver, you know, especially when we have Daytona coming up and, you know, other races, you know, road courses, you know, for example. So, um, yeah, I think a driver-spotter combination is very important, and I think to have a good spotter is very key, especially when you go to a race like New Sparta. There's going to be 36 cars there. That's a lot. So I'm not sure if all of them are starting, but still, that's a lot of cars, a lot of vehicles, and 200 laps, long race, um, you know, I'm interested to see how that that night's going to play out. So, Anthony,
3: I mean, has your spotter, he's been at New Smyrna with you before.
6: Yeah, um, me and my spotter actually uh, got together at New Smyrna last year. You know, those were our first races together, and you know, he's been my best friend ever since. And I, um, you know, he really shows me the way. For, through this racing world. Uh, you know, he's seen and uh, been through it all through the driver himself at one point. So it, it really helps that your spotter was a driver at one point because he knows how it is from inside the car to outside the car. But uh, yeah, he's a really cool guy, really funny guy. You know, he keeps my emotion in checks when things uh, bottom and keeps me in check when we're on cloud nine. So I love that guy, deaf and you know, hope you stick with me for years to, and years to come.
3: Anthony, tell everybody where they can keep up with you on the social media.
6: So my website, uh, fellowmotorsports.com, and my social media is on uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and we just opened a new uh, a Twitter page. So if you guys want to go follow that, that'd be great. You know, I'll be posting in New Smyrna after every night. So uh, you guys can... Uh, Catch up on it if you missed on Flow Racing, but also Flow Racing, another good uh, to catch me, you know, live. And uh, they really do a good job with the broadcasting. Guys, tune in.
3: They sure do, Anthony. Appreciate you coming on. Looking forward to seeing you in just a few weeks, man. few days.
6: few days, yeah. Not weeks anymore.
3: No, it's a few days now. Thanks, Anthony.
6: No problem, guys. Thank you very much.
3: Thanks, Anthony.
6: Thank you.